Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy, Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. This is Big Geekuma. How are y'all doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, it's Friday. And it's been a big week. It's been, it's been a big week. How you doing, T? Pretty good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. My phone was just going off for a second there. Excuse me. Unprofessional right there. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I figure we might as well jump in because we got a lot to cover in a very short amount of time. T, are you okay with me stealing your thunder? Go for it, bro. Do your thing. What's on the agenda for today, Umar? Beat you to it. Ha ha. Damn it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, first topic is Superman and Lois Lane. Sorry, Superman and Lois, the TV series, has come back. It's been on a hiatus for what, like three weeks? And uh, now it's back. Uh, We were left off on a bit of a cliffhanger. And then this episode was immediately after that. So I wanted to uh, ask you guys, first of all, y'all watch it? Yep. Of course I watch it, bro. Okay, so uh, let's jump in and like uh, see what you guys thought. So Darcy, how about we start with you? What did you think of uh, episode 12? Um, I like... Sorry, I'm, I'm still thinking about Loki so much that like, I'm watching so many videos. I'm like, wait, what happened in episode 12? It was a good episode. Um, there was... Okay, first off, Diggle? Let's just, go, let's just start there, okay? Diggle, first off, like, my immediate reaction was, no! Because it's connected to the rest of CW. And then my second, <laughs> my, my second emotion was... But if I could keep anybody from the from the Arrowverse, it would be Diggle. <laughs> that, was, that, that was the transition of my emotions. And then I kept thinking, is he the Green Lantern right now? Is he going to fight? And then he disappeared. And I was like, ah, of course it's CW. He's not going to be involved in this episode at all. Hold on one second. Did Diggle get turned into the, uh, the Green Lantern? At the end of Arrow... He remember he, he they he went outside. It was like an after credit scene, and there was like a, a gr- the Green Lantern ring fell outside of something, and he went and picked it up, and I that was like, it. oh well, yeah. So Umar, spoiler to the Arrow that you're not gonna watch. Um, yeah, th- there was a Green Lantern ring, and there was like a, a hint that he would become the Green Lantern, which is what everybody always wanted. So that's when he showed up in the show. I was like, wait, is this power that he's gonna have to fight so strong that he's gonna need? The, the Green Lantern to help him, um, but part of part of me was just really sad that it's connected to the Arrowverse. <laughs> so so I, I, that's my first feeling. Um, but overall, the, I, I like the episode. There were some emotional moments that that, that got me into a couple of like uh, tears uh, when um, after Clark, you know, comes back from um, defeating the enemy and the family saw him um, that. I, I this is a weird little thing, but he he did a perfect Henry Cavill scream, like you know that that like that that, that it was like the things that they wanted to take from the Man of Steel franchise and make sure they kept in here that were like kind of iconic, even if they were small things that you just don't really think about. I'm like, yeah, that was perfect because if you didn't do at least that good, we probably would have compared it in the back of our minds, so, you know, subconsciously. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was, overall it was pretty good. But I'm gonna I'm slide it back to to one of you guys. What do you guys think? T, how about you take it next? So yeah, Darcy, I I share your same 
the same sentiment in regards to seeing Diggle. Like I like for a moment I feel like like I said like, every time I watch this show I always forget that it's on CW. So I'm watching the show, enjoying it as always as usual. And then all of a sudden I see Diggle pop up and I'm like, oh my fucking goodness, man. This <laughs> motherfucker coming back. But then I'm like, okay, well, yeah, like I was kind of on the same boat. I was like, okay, yeah, like, you know, if there is anyone that I want to come back to the, or come to this show from some of the other CW shows, it would be Diggle because I feel like he was one of, he was the most grounded character. Like he, he like he never came off cheesy in any of the other um uh, shows or the CW shows. Okay, the, the helmet, the helmet though, it's not his choice. But yeah, that's not his. That, that, that's not his fault. But like, I mean, now with this Green Lantern transition, he's hopefully he can like he can burn that shit. But <laughs> like you know, but basically like you know, like yeah, I, I I didn't mind him coming back, but it only means that they're opening up the door for other characters to show up. And once Flash shows up in this show, I feel like it's it's going to be a checkout for me. I'm going to just be all the way out because I don't want to see, I don't want to see Flash. I don't want to see Cisco. I don't want to see any, like anyone other than yeah. Diggle. Right. When he um, mentioned Argus, I was like, Argus, that bullshit. Argus is the worst. <laughs> it's like the worst Agreed. part of that universe. <laughs> 100%. Um, but yeah, no, I, overall, I liked the episode. I, especially the, the scene where um, Jonathan, is helping Jordan um, hone in on his powers. And I don't know, the way that it was shot, and I guess the dynamic, it's not quite there, but, like, I started getting, like, vibes of, like, at, like Jonathan, like, Clark's dad, and then Jordan playing the role of of Clark in that, in that regard of, like, Jonathan's kind of pl- trying to be, like, the f- father figure, although he's, like, the brother. And so it kind of gave me, like, a younger iteration of that. I, I kept seeing, like, a mm. Smallville type of vibe and like you know say what you will about smallville like that jonathan kent was that was a real jonathan kent that yeah like uh, like in comparison to all the other ones that like he was top notch for me and so i i kept getting reminiscing moments of that and like having like really good scenes of their dynamic on on smallville whenever they would have their father son um little dialogue there and uh, it was just kind of nice to see that that brotherly bond because you know i keep expecting like jonathan to be in this position where he's like jealous of his brother having superpowers and like that like basically he had to give up everything man he lost his girlfriend he's no longer the like star quarterback or whatever position he played when he was playing football in metropolis so his brother broke his hand broke his hand like yeah so he's gotten the, like the short end of the stick so i feel like he's got a lot to be mad about and he's been very chill about the whole situation so you know, I, I yeah. like that they're not kind of taking it in that direction where it's like, oh, I'm like the angry brother who's like, you know, all envious and shit, right? Because I think that that trope has been played. But yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. I liked, um, I liked it overall. A little confused in terms of like what that end scene was with um, Morgan Edge. Um, to my understanding, like, was did they bring back Zod, General Zod, and they tried to put him into Super, okay, so okay, so and so what? So is now is Zod now in Morgan Edge, or is that is that shit gone now? Is that done? Um, so I believe that what they're trying to do is they're setting up the Eradicator to take over um, Morgan Edge's body. Interesting. So was the Eradicator? He was so he's evil. The Eradicator was in the comics like a um, 
a foil, but at the same time, also kind of worked with Superman. Basically, it was meant to maintain the, the heritage and culture of Krypton and was sent with uh, like Kal-El, but it kind of started doing its own shit sometimes. And uh, like when Superman died, it tried to like replace Superman by becoming one of the Supermen. Wait a minute. So are they setting up the death and return of Superman? Because we already we have Steel now. We have we technically have a Superboy, and we have the Eradicator. So next is like Cyborg, right? Yeah. So is that what they're like, is that what they're potentially setting up? Possibly that could be season two. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I will say this. I, so I love I like the the Steel suit, but I just hope that they put a little bit more detail into the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just—I it, mean, it doesn't have a lot of personality, and I guess that's kind of weird to say, considering that Steel is like a like he's wearing like a metallic suit kind of thing. <laughs> metallic but, face. Uh, yeah, like I yeah, I would just want a little bit more detail in the, in I the don't, helmet itself. I don't love the Steel suit, but I also respect it for what it is because for me right now, it's a Lex Luthor suit. Right, and it very much yeah. reminds me of the that green Luther suit that he would always battle Superman in, in like Justice League Unlimited. But I kind of hope that he takes that tech, and then if they if he's going to be a continuing character who fights alongside Superman, that he uh, or whatever you guys are alluding to for second season, um, that he upgrades it and it gets more of a steel vibe, like it matches the style of his hammer more because they're a little bit not the exact same aesthetic um so that's kind of where my my hope would be that it would just kind of go there a little bit um but yeah it it, it is what it is but everything you guys talking about though like i just i'm getting cw stink feels right now and i'm getting i'm getting a, a touch worried about where they might take this show like i just i'm just seeing all these opportunities for cw to come in and stink things up right now so like from my perspective, I was okay with this episode. I, I didn't love it. I thought it was all right. Uh, I hated everything to do with Lana and her family. I was like, I don't need this shit. Uh, and the fact that like the town is like turned yeah. against uh, like the, the the husband, I'm like, okay, let's cal- let's calm the hell down. Like, granted, you can completely understand that like small minded small town people can become prejudicial very easily. But like when the Asian family was like yelling at them it's like you know technically speaking he got taken over too so like just saying he also tried to kill his own daughter so just saying you know you know what that felt like you know this you know i'm gonna call this i'm gonna call this out a hundred percent it felt like reverse racism like the way it, it happened to their house it just reminded me of like Oh yeah, you just—it just felt like the shit that happens, like to like you know, black family get out of the, the town, but like done in reverse. And I was just like, I don't know, this fit shit feels forced. Like it, it, it escalated it, too fast. Exactly, it felt incredibly forced. Also, it it, it kind of like buys into the fact of like, it, it was just I, I hated all of it. So that was a complete drain on the episode. Um. When it came to, like, Superman and his stuff, like, I find it actually interesting that they tried to put Zod in Superman, and he's, like, fighting it, so I find that to be interesting. Uh, I I like the fight between uh, Steel and Superman. That was done well. I like the idea that they're trying to get the Eradicator and Morgan Edge to become one. That would be cool, because, like, even if they're not doing Death of Superman, it's still, like, a nice, interesting way of doing the Eradicator. Um... I also like the Jordan and Jonathan uh, dynamic. It's surprising. Uh, I'm getting kind of tired of the general lane always being like, 
I got to do what uh, my country's supposed to, like to protect everyone. And everyone will be like, how dare you? I'm like, it's happened. We've done, we've gone through, we didn't need to bring it back forward. Um, Diggle, I saw him, I was like, okay. And then I was, then like the rest of the episode happened and I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm not happy with the episode, but I'm also not angry with it. Like it, it wasn't a disappointment, but it also wasn't good for me. I'm like, I'm right at the, I'm, I'm like at the average point. Uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying Diggle brought the average point. I'm just saying that it's, you know, I, yeah. I got a follow-up question for you. I got a follow-up question for you. Mm-hmm. We don't normally do this with TV shows, but you got me feeling this one for this. Uh, what's your rating out of 10? This one was a five and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm putting mine at like a. Like, I'm putting mine at like a seven. That's that's what that's where I'm feeling. Where it's like I liked it, didn't love it. T. Yeah, I'd probably give it a seven too. Okay, that's why I thought we were all kind of sitting. I just wanted to like get get a feel based on what we're saying, like number. To a number. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like I'm wondering if I'm sounding like I I had like a nine on this. I'm like, no, nah, I didn't have no nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, nah. I just want to correct that. If anyone was like, oh, he really loved that episode. No, 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 there were good moments, but is this a, did, uh, but there was, uh, was that the season finale or? No, no, no. We have so, I think like three more episodes left. Oh, uh, okay, good, good, good. So, T, like going back to something that you said, I'm wondering if Zod is now officially dead because if like uh, or if it's like somewhere in the back of Superman's mind or something like that because if Superman beat him and the personality was infused in him, that means it's out of him now. So therefore Zod no longer has a body, aka Zod is gone. Um I feel like I feel like Zod will will probably show up at some point, in some way, shape, or form, um, Darcy can confirm this because he's watched Super. He's watched Supergirl uh, the most out of all of us. But uh, I don't think we've seen Zod show up in the CW. Well, uh, aside from the um, Smallville, I don't think we've seen Zod show up in the CW yet, right? No, no, it wasn't in Supergirl. I mean, unless it was in this last season, I just totally ignored. Um, but uh, no, because it, it was always like Supergirls. See, I said that weird. Supergirls, um, villains and stuff like that. So that wouldn't yeah. make, even make sense for her to face off against him. I mean, you can, but you need Superman. Um, I, I don't really want Sod to show up. And if you do, I want it to be a surprise later. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, every time we get Superman, you know, we got to bring Zod up. I'm like, bro, like, like stop starting with Zod. Start with something else. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm, it's either I'm, it's either Zod or Lex Luthor that we get the most of. I, I want to see no, some other. Lex like is Brainiac. fine. Lex yeah, is I, but fine. I feel, nah, man, I feel like he's played now. Just like just like Zod, I, th- I think he he's overused and like I I want to see like other characters that we haven't seen done right yet, like Metallo or Brainiac or Parasite. Um, Paras- Toy Man, Toy Man, Toy Man, Toy Man. I know, yeah, yeah. But we already have Toy Man in the universe uh, because Toy Man was heavily used within uh, Supergirl. And there's like one of the main characters that wasn't Supergirl, who was a good guy, was the son of Toy Man. It was a whole thing. But um, yeah, no, I, I feel I feel you. I, I, I personally, I would love to see Lex Luthor in like a season four when when this Superman, we've seen how intelligent he can be. and He solved hard problems and then he faces off against somebody who's more intelligent. And then it's like an actual battle of the wits, not a battle of power. But I, I want that written right. 
Um, well, we, so we technically like, already have a Lux Luthor in this in this universe, right? Yeah, I just mean like introduce. Oh well, yeah, we do have in this universe. Frank! It's the, yeah, it's no! The, no! The, the, no, no, no. Yeah, no. we already have that. He and does he's a, terrible. He, 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 like he's doing a good job at doing what he can with what he has when he's the wrong casting. Like it's like, yeah. it, I, it, it's like the guy who's playing Bruce Wayne in Titans. It's oh, like God. he he's doing good for what he does. He's just wrong. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. Like bringing a knife to a gunfight. That gun mm-hmm. knife, knife's doing all it can. <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't a gun, and it's the long distance battle. <laughs> Maybe you can Wait, throw who, it. Okay, no. hold on. Who would you rather have, though? Would you rather have the three, three and a half men, Lex Luthor, or Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> three and a half men. What? I'm gonna have to go with three and a half men on that one. Really interesting. Oh. Okay. I hate Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, yeah, between the two, yeah, I would still go with three and a half men's version. Um, but yeah, yeah, God, love, love, have no. All of that, all of those two characters. Oh, so painful. Go on, just move on. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so the next topic is something that I have been dying to talk about uh, since Wednesday. Uh, spoilers uh, for everyone who hasn't seen the season finale of Loki. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it a lot. Technically speaking, our thumbnail was a spoiler, but you know it's Wednesday, and if you haven't watched it by now, fuck you. Anyway, so um, yeah, keep that energy. <laughs> so uh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, season uh, Loki season finale came out Wednesday. We're gonna talk about it and tactics. I want to hear what you thought. I mean, it, it was all right for me, man. To be honest, like I have no idea what the fuck any of these people are talking about right now. I'm watching it and I'm like, what Serious? is happening? Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't oh, know who this, this motherfucker is. I don't know who this motherfucker is. I don't know what you're talking about. Like everything kind of just went over my head. I'm like, ah, okay, multi multiverse. I I understand that. Okay, but everything else, I'm like, huh? So yeah, and, and then the end with him being a like I'm familiar with Kang the Conqueror. Like I've heard, I, and and when I say familiar, I've heard the term uttered by someone before, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who the hell this guy is. I don't know why he's such a threat. The the, the name kind of gives it away. He conquers shit. So I guess that's menacing, but I don't know anything beyond that. So okay, I don't know. Like, I was, okay, but, like, uh, but, but like leaving who he is aside, what did you think of the actual episode? Like what happened? Like, especially like between the two Lokis. I mean, that was cool, but like, it's nothing I haven't seen before leading up to this point. Like they, they bicker, they fight. And the only thing that was different is they finally shared a kiss. I mean, I've, wow. I've seen plenty of people kiss. Like, that's not, I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me, man. Okay, hold up, hold up. Here, here's another question. In comparison to other season finales from Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, how would you rate this season finale? It's not worse than WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it went from a five to a five point five. But it's just like yeah, it's just, the, so the like, thing what, is, what, it was just a lot. It was just a lot of talking, 
And I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I understood what the fuck they were talking about. But I had no clue. I'm like, okay, the acting is great. The acting is phenomenal. I just wish... It's like I walked in on a conversation at the wrong time and I have no context and I'm just there like enjoying these people bicker. But I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't get what's going on. Should I leave the room? Should I like? Should I ask questions? Cause like I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Dude, bro, ask the questions right now. I uh, you would be doing okay. Me my a first question. Okay, okay, okay. My first question is, what the fuck is happening? That's my first question. <laughs> like, like, what? What are they talking about? Like, what is this leading up to? I thought I was gonna oh see a cameo God. or something, but it's like I have no context whatsoever. Okay. None. Good. This is actually really good for me because, like, I, I, there was an aspect of this that I felt that this episode was geared for fans more than actual, like, uh, actual like TV viewer fans. One hundred percent. Okay. So what was what he was saying was he is not technically what we know as Kang the Conqueror from the comics. I got that. He okay. is. He is a variant who is essentially trying to prevent, an, like, Kang the Conqueror from arriving. Mm-hmm. Because he says that when he uh, started, uh, like, when someone like him, uh, like one of his variants, discovered in the 35th century the multiverse, they all started hanging out and soul started sharing stuff, information, and technologies. But then they also, then a few of them tried to take over, and that was that's what led to a war. So he won it. By finding, like, you know, the smoke monster from the last episode? Mm-hmm. He found that that was, like, a kind of, like, a r- result of what they were doing, like, from the war. And used that to, like, shut everything down. So he then created the TVA to keep the timeline so that only he is the only variant of his kind. Got it. So he's saying that he's tired. He's been doing this for him, like, for, like, millions of years. And he's, he's tired of it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. And so he has two options. One, he has been, he's been looking for successors, and he thinks it's Loki and Sylvie. And he's like, yo, you guys can be, you can take over for me. And, like, you know, uh, I, I can, like, peace out. But just don't, just make sure that my other variants don't get created. Mm-hmm. And then, or he's like, you can kill me. The other variants come back. The war... And I end up right back here where I started because ultimately I'll win that fight and then I'll just like beat everyone else and I'll come back to where I am right now. So, okay. So I got all that. I I understood all that. But as you were talking, I feel like I, I know what the issue is. So I don't remember if I saw it. Well, I mean, probably not because you always watch movies with Jimmy first. But I remember when I watched... <laughs> Avengers with you the first the first Avengers movie and at the end credit scene they it was they showed Thanos right and at that time I I had no idea who that was and I remember your reaction bro you were like oh my god you you know what you do you do that whole thing right where you like get super animated and shit right (laughs) I had no context of who that was right so like it didn't it didn't hit me and then as like the movie started to progress and you start to see the the them interject uh Thanos into the movies here and there a little bit more it started to kind of build my my excitement level a little bit i was like oh okay like this guy seems like he's a big threat like i want to see where this goes so i feel like it's the same thing with this where it's like 
based on what I've watched from this episode, I, it, he seems like he's going to be a huge threat, like maybe on a Thanos level or a, a little below that. I don't know. He'll be but, way beyond. But yeah, so yeah, so I'm not there yet. It was the same thing when we got the reveal in um, the other one that I can think off the top of my head is like when we watched um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and we saw uh, Adam Warlock at the end. I'm like, I have, I had no idea who the fuck that was. And then I remember, I think it was you again. You were, you know, animated Umar. Got all crazy and hype about that shit. And I was just like, who, who is? It? I don't even see his face. What are you, like, what are you getting excited about? Like, who is that guy? It's just a coffin. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's Adam Warlock. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, so I just, I didn't, I didn't understand it. But like, I guess we're gonna see him come up in future movies as well so that's my issue right now it's like i just don't know who this guy is so it's not getting me hyped for it but okay leaving that aside but like watching the episode watching what he was doing and also like Mm -hmm. like listening to what he was saying and also like the predicament he put a loki and sylvie in and also what happened with them when they finally like came to blows didn't you have like feelings and thoughts about that i mean he's cool but like yo we just got off of thanos man like that guy, like, we just saw what he was capable of. Like, what he did was, like, groundbreaking, earth-shattering. He made motherfuckers disappear. Like, like this guy is just phasing and shit and then, like, manipulating people. Like, we've seen that. Like, there's but nothing new. Also, I want... But the Infinity Stones mean nothing to him. Okay, yeah, I get that. But it's like, I want to see what you do. Like, don't talk about it. Be about it. And he has he's not... <laughs> He's not showing me anything yet. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, I'm not hyped for anything yet. until I see it. Like, I can't, I don't know, man. I just can't, I don't know the, 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 the levity of what this guy can bring to the table in terms of destruction and like, but leaving all that aside, what about right? Well, he was doing right then and there, like he was fucking with them. And also at the same time, he gave them like a, a choice. Like, what would you have done in that choice? Would you have fucking killed him or would you have taken over? I mean, yeah, I probably would have done what the uh, actual Loki did and try to stop that shit. Because I'm like, yo, if if I can't even, like, if you're, like, phasing and doing all this shit and, like, you know what's going like what's gonna happen before it happens. I mean, it's hard, though, because it was like he was, like, he was talking that shit and he was, like, very manipulative. And, like, you're like, ah, do I trust him? Because it's like, I, I don't even trust myself, like, in more ways than one. Because, you know, but, like... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I, yeah, I don't know, man. It, well, it I'm was gonna a come tough back choice, to you on uh, this one because like I, I want to get Darcy's opinion, but I'm gonna come back to you on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, Darcy. Do your thing, man. Yo, first off, I'm tired just from that conversation alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, I, 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 I'm the opposite of tactics here. I love the episode. Um, it, it, it did some things for me. So uh, I. Um, I've seen Kang, I feel like once in one of the Marvel TV animated shows that I watched at some point, but I don't really remember anything about him. Um, I think I found interesting right at the gate with, uh, um, uh, Jonathan Marshall was his last name, I think. Majors. Majors. I knew it was something like that. It was something like military sounding. Um, Jonathan Majors is that like his presence was so the opposite of what I was anticipating. Cause I, I feel like I remember the other kang being like an omnipotent god type voice right like like a thanos type voice like coming in the room like you mean nothing to me you are all irrelevant that kind of like vibe yeah and he came in he was like what's up guys and i was like what 
<laughs> and I was just like, that that was not what I was anticipating because I because you know Umar, I was talking to you, I was like, you know, it's, and maybe it was in the podcast, can't remember which one, but I'm like, it's Kang's probably going to be the one. Like they cast him, they released the information about it. He's not working in WB or HBO anymore. He's coming this episode. Like they, they, that, that's what they're doing, and and I was right on that call. Um, but um, I really liked the dialogue that 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 they had. The 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 Loki and Sylvia stuff was like yo that that that, that was tough. Uh, um, but yo Sylvia just fucked up the MCU. Sylvie, 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 Sylvie. My bad. <laughs> Sylvie, Sylvie just fucked up the MCU for every little bit of. So Sylvie just opened up the floodgate. That literally now any actor in the MCU can come back without explanation. Any of them. Tony Stark can come back without explanation because there is so many, so much divergence. And Loki comes out at the very end of the episode, they don't even recognize him. And at first I was thinking, wow, did they rewrite time? No, he landed in a different universe. They don't know who he is. That's not the Loki they have if they have a Loki. Maybe they don't even have a Loki in that universe. He just showed up, right? Because that's the door he got pushed through. There's yeah. just so much opportunity here. It's got me so thinking like, wow, yeah, Spider-Man? Yeah, we go see all three of those Spider-Man. <laughs> like, they are all crossing over. And the fact that, like, um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Doctor Strange is going to be a horror film. Like, and the tone that they had, the musical tone and score that they had in this was was dark and had this like interesting vibe. One thing I, uh, that uh, that caught me about the, about the music in this, and you know I me, mean, I, I got I pay attention to the scores. Yeah. Um, the whole time this score was like, okay, so this is Loki's score, and I was thinking that throughout the whole show, but it never quite said to me this is what Loki sounds like. And I realized it wasn't Loki's score; it was Kang's score. We were listening to to the music for Kang the entire time. It was the music of the multiverse. And then when we got to the end, we the music kind of expanded out when we saw Kang. It, it, I, I'm because I, I, I make music, I think a little bit more about it. But like as they were playing it up, they added more um, uh, like a, a bigger part of the motif, which is like the musical. Um, uh phrasing that you use that the repeats like you know what is the batman sound what is the superman sound that thing that repeats you always remember um that there was like they added more to that around it when kang showed up and i was like this is the multiverse sound which i think we'll see more of that sound show up in other movies um but yeah there's just so much that they blew up i love jonathan mather's performance and I'm super excited to see him come in because I know he's going to do the omnipotent God version of it. And it's going to be very interesting to see him come in because he's got that giant presence that he's going to come in and he's going to have that, like, you guys are irrelevant. And his voice is going to be deep and it's going to freak the shit out of you. And you're going to have these two versions of, like, like fun-loving and, like, you know, I walk over planets with my my, my baby toe. Um it's gonna be. I, I don't know. I'm hyped for 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 what's coming. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just. I, I'm really really up on this. Like I, someone. I was watching a video and someone says like, "Yeah, this whole episode was exposition," and somehow I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And that, that's how I was feeling. It's like, yeah, this is a lot of talking, but 
they opened up the MCU. Like, how how do you not have seen this show? And how are the rest of the movies going to make sense? Like, how, people could be like, sorry, why are there three Spider-Mans? What is this multiverse? <laughs> I wouldn't even be, you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised. I'm going I'm to I'm put like $5 on, on this for this. I wouldn't even be surprised if the Spider-Man, um, uh, what's it? Oh my God! Oh my God! I can't think of the name right now. Um, uh, the Spider-Man with the multiverse movie. The reason just came. Miles Morales shows up. The cartoon version. I wouldn't even be surprised if they cameo the cartoon into the show somehow. And you're like, huh? And then just like pass through it. Like it's just like a thing. Because they they just broke the entire MCU wide open with this. So yeah, Umar, you go. You go, bro. Okay. All right. So first on, uh, I'm going to uh, hear out to our, our homegirl, Ron. Uh, she's like, uh, this episode is the in for X-Men and Fantastic Four. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. So my thoughts on, on the episode was I fucking loved it. It, I, I was like, uh, like you were saying, being on the edge of your seat, like literally the moment he opened the, the doors open, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's Jonathan Majors. Then the rest of the episode happened. Episode happened. And I'm like, I don't think he's Kang, or he's pre Kang, or like what? Kind of, like what's going on over here? And then like they 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 did such a brilliant thing where it's like, yes, it's who you thought was going to show up at the end, but not the way you expected him to, because it's Kang. It's variant, and he was trying to prevent Kang from showing up. So now we're going to get Kang, and like that was entirely. And the fact that this guy. Just didn't give a fuck. He was like, "Yo, if you don't kill me, oh, I got killed. All right, I'll see you later." And you're just like, Jonathan Majors did a phenomenal job. I was blown away by his acting, and so, uh, I've been reading up on like oh, what it was like for everyone else because he literally came at the last week of filming just before they wrapped to do this uh, to this, do this episode, Damn. and like, and Tom Hiddleston and like uh, Sofia De Martino, they were saying like they like. They had spent so much time with everybody else that when they did this, it was like he, it's almost like he made the series his own. And I was like, yeah, he really, really fucking did. And uh, okay, so like in terms of like, I, I felt that uh, DC, uh, Marvel finally stuck the landing. This is a season finale, not a series finale, which gave them a little bit of leeway because they didn't have to wrap up everything. It just wrapped up enough. And yeah, the. The con, like the expositions, it it was like me at a buffet just eating every bit of it. I was like, yes, give me more. And like Jonathan Majors gave exposition for like twenty minutes, and like uh, Sofia Di Martino and Tom Hiddleston were just like acting like the audience members, but also like giving in their own stuff. And all three of them were just magnetically awesome. I was here for all of it. And then when the fight breaks out between Sylvie and Loki, I was. It was a it was a sad fight. It was I I loved watching it. It was really well choreographed. It felt like a it felt like you're watching something like a play, like a, a sword fight on a, uh, on like a stage, and but it was full of emotions and the lines were fantastic. Like like the fact that he was like you can't trust and I can't be trusted. I was like, Oof. oh, yeah. and then also at the same time like it, it makes sense because Kang or, or I should say this variant is still a dictator he's still like he is in charge of a dogmatic a determinism 
preventing free will. And he is destroying free will because he believes free will will lead to a much worse fate than the one that he's created. And the, and like Loki, who is a who has just I guess you could say overcome the personality that made him a wannabe despot or wannabe dictator. Of course he would side with him. Like just on like an intellectual lover level. He's like, no, no, if the dict like I believe him because he's someone like him. And he's like, he has a point. And if things are worse, then we should probably have something like set up. But also Sylvie has a point because she's like the indoctrinated, like she has become the vengeance, the vengeful free will fighter. Instead of a freedom fighter, she's a free will fighter. And she's like, no, we're not going to stop people from thinking. We're not going to stop people from being. And I'm especially not from this guy. And you want a throne. And so, of course, she, like this is her entire life has been ruined. Loki's like life just got ruined. So, of course, it's going to end up this way. And like I, I, I felt kind of weird when they made out. But at the same time, it was sad to see that Loki finally said he loved somebody, even though it was himself, and got betrayed by himself. And Loki is also overpowered by himself and also outmaneuvered by himself. So, and yeah. And also to see that when, um, when uh, Sylvie killed the variant, it was a hollow victory. She didn't get what she wanted, and then the universe broke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everything happened. Yeah, that she was like, "I got it. I got to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this." Does it? It's like I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't feel good at all. <laughs> Everything's way worse for a lot of people, like everybody, and um, I don't think this is gonna go well. <laughs> um, you know, you know what also is opened up here. When I said every character can come back, also every character can be recast. Yeah. Without without explanation. Like you could bring Tony Stark back as a completely different actor at a different age. A completely and, and honestly, I feel like kind of what you're saying is that um this action like this episode is like Thanos snap level. Where yep. it just changes everything. And like Unlike with Thanos the Snap, where that like depresses you to no end, this I excites my imagination. Where are we gonna go with this? What can be done? This is like Phase Four and Phase Five, and holy shit! Look, look, they did it in such a fantastic way. So, like, yeah, uh, tactics. I, I, I can, I see what you're saying, but like, to be honest, when it comes to Kang, I'm not that well versed with him. I know he, he's a time child. Really, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really that well, well versed with him. I know he's a time traveler. I've read like a couple of issues in my entire life that have hit. I've never seen him in the in the cartoons. He is known to me as a very intelligent and very powerful uh, time traveler who has a lot of knowledge, and he has many variants. One of them is Immortus. Another one is like uh, uh, like an Egyptian. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. I think Ramatut or something like that. Uh, and like, it just, oh, actually, uh, yeah, homegirl Ron is talking about like, uh, bring back Black Widow. Uh, yes, yes, my girl. Yes. <laughs> actually, that way we can finally get like the franchise to continue and we can finally see what, like, anyway. Uh, I just, 
this this episode was like I have been thinking nonstop about this. I have like started going back between like a philosophy, uh, like uh, articles discussing uh, agency and determinism, free will versus uh, like you know uh, dogmatic fatalism, and I just like that stuff is exciting me. Then the ideas of where this can lead for the MCU. Yo, seeing a Tom Hilton brokenhearted, and then. On top of which, uh, finding out that like, the one thing I will say the weak part of this episode was, oddly enough, Owen Wilson. His they they didn't they did him kind of dirty in this episode. Like him yeah. and Ravana, him and Ravana, they, they didn't have a very strong end to their thing. Yo, bro, you just call Rwanda? I know, I know. I, I, I was hoping no Yo, one noticed that. <laughs> not racist at all. <laughs> it's called a black chick Rwanda. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I know, but no, I, I will say that yeah, Owen Wilson was the the weaker actor in this, and I feel like ever since he walked off the screen in the last episode, it's just for whatever. But I, but you know, it's not his fault. I, I actually want to ask you a question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna answer my my version of it first. Is that I want to say in terms of like performances, it's actually it goes um, John, then Tom and Hilston, um, Owen Wilson, um, Sylvie's care actor. I forget her, her, her. I don't remember her real name. And then like kind of everybody else for me, right? Yeah. Like I like John came in and took number one. Yeah. And like you said, like he like he took it over like it was his own series, but he he had to come with it like that because that's the his character was demanding. Um, it's fantastic to do it like just coming on the spot. Uh, I feel like there's a one, it's a level of improving of his acting, but two, I almost feel like it's like he probably just scheduling is why he came at the last minute. But I, I wouldn't even be surprised if he came in at the end and it was simply because he's like part of his preparation was like he kind of built up what he was going to do. And then it was like, he couldn't have anybody ready for it. You know, like he was just going to come in there and he was going to take them away and yeah. peace out. <laughs> so T, okay. Uh, coming back to you, not, to, I'm not picking on you, man. I'm not picking on you. I just like, I, I want, I want to know, man. I want, I want to know. So like, did you not get like, I know in the, in previous episodes, I've been bringing up free will and determinism and like, like a predestination and all that sort of stuff. Did you get any of that from this episode or not? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, because that's ultimately what they were fighting for, right? Like, free will. Um, or <clears throat> that was one of the things that she had said um, in regards to um, what she was... I don't know, man. I, I Like, it, it just didn't do it for me, man. I just didn't... It, it it didn't give me predestination vibes. Like it didn't make me like think too deep about about it. And I think maybe because I wasn't primed for primed to think like that, I thought it was gonna lead to something completely different. So like when you told me about predestination, <clears throat> you didn't really give me any context, and like you just I kind of went in not knowing what to expect. You just told me, yeah, there's a there's like a twist upon a twist upon a twist. So I went in and I was like completely lost. I had no idea what was going on. When I watched it the second time, I had a broad, like a, a broader perspective on it, and it, I, I made I was a lot more focused on those things because I was like look I was actually looking for it now, and like I'm like okay, let me let me kind of view this episode or view this movie from a different lens. And I think if maybe if I watch rewatch this episode again or the entire series again. I can see it from a different lens as a because now that now that I know kind of what to expect, 
<clears throat> I can look at it differently and and pick on some of the like little nuances mm. that you're that you're looking at. So maybe I might do that and and then we can speak to the more philosophical point of view from this episode. But yeah, as of right like, now, I was just kind of like, I don't know, man. Because honestly, like I found like the philosophical aspects, they would always take over for me, uh, especially like for this one. It, it's because like the first episode. Loki is the first two episodes. Loki is adamant that he is in control of his own free will, that he mm. determines his own fate, and to have him turn and support the person that defines <clears throat> fatalism in the sense that it like everything happens for a reason, and it's his reason, and Loki is now defending that after going through all this uh, growth as a character, also. I think for me, it's like, like, as I'm watching this, it's like, because the world is so, I guess, for lack of a better word, like fantastical, it's like, Mm. kind of like, it's kind of out there. It's hard for me to approach it from a grounded mindset and look at it, like, look at it from that perspective, like with certain, like, with, again, with predestination or like movies like The Matrix. Yeah, they're, they're like, there's obviously an element of like sci-fi there and it's like you know but there it it still comes out it's still presented in a way that's very grounded it almost feels like within a couple of years this shit could actually happen right and so it it changes my level of thinking in terms of my approach when i'm watching like a movie like that versus something like this where it's like okay we're we're dealing with like aliens and like all that like it's just it kind of takes me to a different place where it's like okay like i gotta i gotta suspend my disbelief a little bit and and understand that this shit isn't real so it's it the the lines sometimes get blurred in terms of like where my mind goes and like do i do i think that deep about it or do i just remember that this is just a move it's just a it's a movie it's a car it's a comic book movie right yeah um and especially with stuff like Loki, like at least with like Captain America, again, it's gra- it's very grounded. It like the, the the world that they're building is somewhat grounded. It's not, it's it's a lot more believable in terms of oh yeah, this shit could actually happen versus like Loki or or like Thor things like that where it's kind of like okay, like I'm I ain't, I'm never gonna see some shit like this in my life in my lifetime, kind of thing, right? <laughs> so it's like like don't even bother thinking about like the like the logic behind it or whatever, right? But Again, like I said, I think I need to watch this a second time, and like now that I know what to expect, I don't. I, there's not that anticipation for, for for that. There's not an anticipation that I have for something that extravagant to happen. I can just watch it on, with a different lens, kind of thing. All right. Well, then here's a question for you. <clears throat> that I, like I, I like I, I was thinking you know, like oh I'm, I'm gonna ask this to tactics and Darcy, but like I was more interested to see what you have because you are a little bit more reserved when it comes to the Loki Thor uh, like franchise so let's say you discover that there is a god and i I use like not the one who basically created all life but the one who is basically in charge of where it's going and god came to you and says i want you to be my successor what would you say fuck okay so that's a question that's that's a question okay um it's kind of like it's kind of like bruce almighty like that's exactly what the scenario was with with that movie, but in the sense of like it's not meant for a lesson. It's meant for you to take over like legitimately, and also that like so it's a permanent position. Like I'm like <clears throat> I'm God basically. 
especially in this episode, like this guy's like, I will tell you, like, you will be able to take over. Like, I'm done. You guys take over. But like, you guys need to know what's like the thing that you, like <clears throat> you are going to find out what in a way religion is trying to prevent from the human nature. Well, so what, I, did you want that responsibility? I, I think if I was presented with that, that responsibility, the first question I have is like, yo, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, like, cause like, I mean, I'm glad to be here and everything, you know, but I don't know if you want me for the job. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm late sometimes. I like to sleep in, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I take long lunch breaks. Like, I don't know, man. Like if, if you want me to, if you want to give me that responsibility, um, that's, that's deep, bro. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd want I mean, so I guess in theory, like when you when you take on that responsibility, you get like you basically unlock all the knowledge of the universe, right? <clears throat> you know everything, you know you know which You know all the you, you know all that is necessary for that role. That doesn't mean that you know everything. I mean, but isn't God all knowing? But this technically isn't a god. This is a like an air quotes version. This is essentially who this so very- it, oh okay okay so if I'm in this particular position okay, um, man I don't know I don't. All right, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes and I'm gonna I'll pass it off. Oh, you you got an answer? No, it's just because it's like my my only other alternative is to like let let the universe pretty much crumble. It's like what kind of fucking shitty ass option is that? Like, it, it's mm. almost like I have to take the job. Not necessarily. He could just stay in the job and you can say no thanks. Oh right, right, right. Because then the other option is like to kill. Okay, yeah. But then, like, where do I go? Like, do I just am I just chilling as a variant now? Like, am I just do I like not exist? That Again, yo, question. what kind of what kind of fucking shitty option? So I I gotta take the job then. Like, it's either <laughs> I kill this motherfucker, I cease to exist, or I take a job that I'm not at all qualified for. What yo? What the fuck? Like that's okay. I guess I'm taking the job then. That's my answer. Okay. <laughs> Darcy? So between those three options, right? Or, <laughs> unless you unless you know a fourth option. Yo, if he finds a good loophole, I'm I'm jumping on that. <laughs> yo. Yo, I'm uh, I'm gonna call it Miss Time the the clock here and see can we can we can we re talk about that deal but we sit down for some negotiations <laughs> I'm saying right here you know so like you I'll know take that. i'll take that one you know i i might know a good mr minutes let's let's get into let's get into this dialogue okay <laughs> let's see what we can work out okay it's kind of like mr potato head but, but, but a little more sexy um, <laughs> um <laughs> um honestly choosing between taking the job and just sitting there and doing nothing um like just trying to like manipulate the 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 behind the scenes thing um the the do not kill him but not take the job option was what be a variant that can only live a specific life or is it just get erased from the universe that is an unknown. You have to you have to accept the fact that that is an unknown. I kind of feel like I'd want to go down that road of 
not killing him because I don't think I have any desire to to kill him. There's no need for me, but um, I feel like I'd rather take that road of like um, not killing him and just you know letting me t- take me down whichever path that is, uh, unless he says you're gonna die. <laughs> then, like I'm gonna race you. Then I'm then I'm probably have to slide back to killing him. Because <laughs> 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 I don't know. For me, like at the end of the day, I want to be able to decide what I'm doing with my life and. Um, having to take his job and do nothing, like essentially do nothing, because it looks like it's a boring job, um, this omnipotent job. So I'd want to like either screw everything up <laughs> and be able to do do stuff for myself, or screw nothing up and be more limited but do stuff for myself. So to answer the question for myself, honestly, nah, man, lie. I'm uh, honestly, I think I'm gonna. I would probably go down uh, Sylvie's uh, track. To be honest, I probably would have killed him because, like, I know. Let's say, for example, I, I'm I'm coming here from Loki's perspective, but not Sylvie's, and given the same situation, I would still consider killing him as the option because I don't consider him to be a god. I consider him to be someone who has a great deal of power and knowledge but it's using it for his own ends. And he is saying people are worse. I kind of would have taken the fact that like, I wouldn't believe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd kill, I'd kill him if it meant more movies, which is the case. So, yeah. <laughs> yo man, that's why the episode was so good. More movies, different kind of exactly. movies, different characters, you know, different series, all kinds of options are available now. The doors are open, and I cannot wait. And also, so just some news. Loki is going to be in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they've actually said that like that's going to happen. Also, um, uh, well, the director for this this season is not coming back. So that I hope that's not going to mess up season two. I'm glad there's a season two. Uh, Why isn't he coming back? Did he say? She, uh, she I think is going to get, she? uh, uh, she's going somewhere else. I, I think she's got another job because apparently she did a really good job with this. Um, I think she's going to. No, no, no. Sorry, that's Wanda. WandaVision's director is going to do the new Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not doing a second season of WandaVision, right? No, I'm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have to watch that uh, season two. Yeah, I'm not sitting through that again. Yeah. The only, <laughs> the only thing that I'm curious about is, like, besides all the opportunities we have here in terms of new content, but Thanos was a was this big thing and i feel like all this is going to wrap back around to kang the conqueror right what's the thing after kang the conqueror like what's the next five ten eight year vision like like we're like it's gonna it's gonna take us like four years to get to this oh my god so many good things man so many good things the 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 future for marvel looks great Doctor Doom is going to be the big one, and uh, Doctor Doom with the with the X Men with Apocalypse and Galactus. Oh, like, so we, big! Apocalypse so done right. Big. Apocalypse done right. Apocalypse done right. Oh yeah. Now, now I have I have, I have one follow up question to you guys, yeah. and this is this, this is going to be the last question. This is going to be the question of the day. By the time the MCU completes Kang, and then gets into the Doom. You know, Doom is the thing with Apocalypse and X Men and Fantastic Four and everything. And we're like 
you know, 55. And this stuff is amazing. <laughs> Do you think that DC will have its shit together? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. Yo, we could just end the show right there, yo. Yeah. That question can't be answered because, like, oh, those. Yo, it's, it's a wrap. It's a, it's a wrap. This has been another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Umar. Please like and subscribe and live long and prosper, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>